You are listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. For more information about our church, please visit www.hopechurchipswich.net. Well, good morning and happy Easter to you. If you're connecting with us online for the first time, my name's Tom and I lead the team at Hope Church. I want to say a massive thank you to the band for leading us in worship this morning. So special to be able to do that as one church, although scattered in our various homes. Thank you so much for all your efforts in that. Well, today is the most important day of the year for Christians as we celebrate Jesus rising from the grave. And everything about today feels like Easter Sunday, except something's missing. It feels like Easter in that the weather is getting warmer, there's blossom on the trees, there's flowers on the ground, there's eggs for sale, chocolate eggs for sale in all of the supermarkets, there's a bank holiday weekend, I'm here in our church building talking about Jesus, there's the drum kit behind me, the keyboard behind me, the slightly dated green carpet below me, everything feels right except something doesn't feel right, there's one thing that doesn't feel right and is that you are not here with me, I'm instead speaking to an empty room, you're not here, everything else feels familiar and right but one thing doesn't feel right. And that's a little bit like our experience of life. There's so much about life that we love and enjoy. There's so much about life that is good, laughter, friendships, relationships, the beauty of this world, sunsets, great food, great beaches. There's so much that we love and we enjoy, and yet there's something in this world that doesn't feel right. There's something in this world that doesn't feel like it belongs. I'm talking about suffering, and I'm talking about sickness, and I'm talking about death. They feel like unwanted guests at the party of life. It doesn't feel like they belong here. It feels like it shouldn't be this way. And I wonder if we ever question why we feel that way. Why do we feel like these things don't belong? Perhaps you're watching this, and perhaps you believe that This world is an accident, that billions of years ago some atoms collided and then created everything that we see, the whole universe, the thousands of planets and stars. Perhaps you believe it's all by chance, that it's undesigned, it's accidental, it's random. Now if that was so, then we would expect chaos, we'd expect sickness and decay and death. And if that was the case, then We should not have these feelings that somehow these things don't belong. But we see in the Bible that this world was made purposefully. It was made by a purposeful creator who made it good and without sickness and decay, suffering and death. And we see right in the very opening chapter of this book in Genesis chapter 1 that God saw all that he had made and he said it was very good. But we know that this story continues And shows us that mankind went his own way. Humanity turned its back on God's ways and decided to do what was right in its own eyes. And as a result, sin and decay and suffering and death entered the world. This story actually makes sense of the feelings that we have. These feelings that these things aren't welcome, that suffering and death somehow don't belong here. We live as if these things should not be here. If you believe that this world is an accident, let me ask you to consider why are you shocked when these things occur? 
if chaos is to be what we expect, why are we still surprised by it? It's like a fish who's repeatedly surprised at the wetness of water. Can you imagine that for a moment? A fish swimming around its tank and every few minutes remarking to itself, gosh, this is a lot wetter than I expected it to be. It would be crazy, wouldn't it? It would be crazy. It would be strange indeed unless that fish was one day destined to be a land animal. To humans, sickness and suffering and death are as normal as water is to a fish. And yet something in us is sure that these things don't belong. That feeling, I would suggest, is a strong indication that suffering and death were not meant to be in this world. And that one day they will not be. Easter Sunday is about the defeat of death. The Christian message is about the defeat of death. There's a book in the Bible, a very long one, called 1 Corinthians. In the New Testament, it was written by a man called Paul, who was once a skeptic. He was once absolutely convinced that the news that Jesus had risen from the the grave was fake news. He was so convinced by this that he went around trying to squash this news however he could. He had Christians thrown into prison to try and stop the spread of what he deemed to be fake news. And then one day he encountered Jesus for himself. One day he encountered the risen Jesus and from that moment everything in his life changed. He went from being a Christian hater to a church leader. And he went around telling everyone who would listen that Jesus really had risen from the dead. That Jesus really was the Son of God who is now Lord of all. And at the end of this letter that he wrote to a church that he had started, at the end of this letter of 1 Corinthians, he speaks about the resurrection and how everything rises or falls on the question, Jesus, did Jesus rise from the dead? And he finishes this letter like this in chapter 15 and verse 57. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the message of Christianity. Victory over sin and death through our own efforts. No, through trying really hard to undo the wrong things that we've done. No, but through one man, Jesus Christ. The message of Christianity is that you can know God now and in eternity. Because of our wrongdoing, because of our wrong thinking, because of the wrong things that we say, we get separated from God. But on the cross, Jesus took upon himself those things. Everything you've done wrong, everything you thought that is evil, every awful thing that's come from your lips, Jesus took it upon himself as if he had done those things. And he removed it from you so that you could come into relationship with the holy God who created everything. And that relationship is now in this life and on into eternity. And as Jesus rose from the grave on that first Easter Sunday, something of God's new world was revealed. A world for those who have trusted in Jesus. A world not for perfect people who have got everything right, for that would be a very sparse place indeed. It would be more empty than the streets of London are right now but a place for those who have trusted in Jesus. A place that we would enter into when we die, where we would have new resurrected bodies that do not decay, that do not grow old, that do not get aches and pains. That's the world we were made for. 
the Christian message is this, that through trusting in Jesus, we can have eternal life in a new world free of pain and sickness and suffering and death. That's the world that people who ask the question, why is there so much suffering in the world? That's the world they're crying out for. And listen, if there's no purpose in this life, if all is chaos, if all is an accident, then there's nothing we can truly do to make the pain of sickness and death go away. But if there's a God who created the world, and if there's a God who so loved his creation that he would send his one and only, always existing son into the world to take our place on the cross, and if that God raised his son from the grave almost 2,000 years ago, then there's a certain hope. Then there's a future that we can look forward to despite the things that don't feel quite right in this life. Everything will be made right. The universe will be cleansed and healed from the damage that's come upon it. Everything sad will come untrue. This is the message of Christianity. I celebrated my 33rd birthday on Friday, and all week my children had been preparing something for me. I couldn't go into certain rooms. There were signs telling me I could not go into certain rooms because they were preparing things for me. I had to communicate with my family via walkie-talkie if I wanted to so much as have a snack because they were preparing things for me. And then on my birthday, all was revealed. Things were revealed. Their plans came to be revealed. And listen, on Easter Sunday, as God raised Jesus from the grave, God was unveiling something. God was unveiling a new world. God unveiled his new creation as he rose his son from the grave. A new world devoid of sickness and sadness and death. A new world full of the good things that we love in this life that we know belong, but devoid of the things that we know do not belong. A new world that we can enter into. And if you're joining us today and you're not sure if Jesus rose from the grave or not, I urge you, to investigate this. It is the most important question that you could ever investigate. I would urge you to get hold of a book called The Case for the Resurrection by a man called Lee Strobel, who was an investigative journalist who looked into these things. This really is the most important question you could ask, the most important thing you could investigate. Did Jesus rise from the dead? I believe he did, and he's changed my life. And there are hundreds of people in Hope Church who believe he did and whose lives he has changed. It's 2020 right now because the message of his resurrection has split time between before Jesus and after Jesus. Every time you write a date, you're using the resurrection of Jesus as a focal point. You can't escape the resurrection. You're confronted with it right now. Do all you can to investigate this for yourself. The resurrection has not only split time in two, but it has changed lives and is changing lives today. Jesus' resurrection says this, the reign of death is only temporary. It's not permanent. This is not an optimism thing. This is not a wishful thinking thing. No, as surely as thunder follows lightning, we will follow Jesus into newness of life. Just as Jesus is risen, so when we die, we will also be raised. Death no longer has power over Jesus, and therefore death 
no longer has power over those who trust in Jesus. You can come to this world too. Why don't you take a step today of trust in Jesus? Why don't you today decide, I'm going to trust in him. I'm going to trust that he went to the cross for me, that he gave up his life for me. And I want to lead us in a prayer right now. And maybe you want to pray this along with me. Maybe you want to pray and today make this step of trust in Jesus. I'm going to pray right now. And if you have prayed this with me, please tell someone. Please write to us with the contact details at the bottom of the screen. Please tell a friend who might be a Christian. Please tell someone so they can help you in your next steps of faith. If you don't live in Ipswich, please tell us anyway, and we can try and connect you with a church more locally to you. Let's pray right now. Lord Jesus, I trust that you went to the cross for me. I trust that as you hung there on that first Good Friday, you were dying in my place. You were taking upon yourself everything that I've done wrong, every evil thought, every wrong word I've spoken. I trust that you did it for me. And today, I commit my life to you. I turn around from what I know to be wrong, and I give my life to following you. And I trust that one day when I close my eyes on this life, I will open my eyes on the next life of eternity with you in a world free of suffering and pain and death. And I cannot wait to be with you for eternity. Amen. Thank you for listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. Please feel free to make a copy of this content, but please do not edit the content in any way. 